Hello again, uh, this is Apple Trees episode 5 of the third season. Um, we are back from our, I don't know, like months long vacation. We are finally uh, ready to get back to all of the updates on Apple uh, things which happened during this time. And I think we will start with... Uh, Maybe we should start with the pre-show. Uh, what, what was your, your vacation? Vacation, okay. Uh, I know that you're... I understand, but probably you want to tell, to tell us about your vacation. Since you are now living in California, maybe your vacation was much more interesting than mine. Uh, no, it was... Um, well, essentially, we would still be, uh, be working all the time. And I might say that we were exploring uh, all the things you could do with this OS DK. And I have to admit, I, I to work with the device. Don't, don't ask me about anything of that particular. Hopefully we will have something soon, but we'll um, one thing I would like to admit that there is an interest for this device uh, for some of the brands which they explore the capability and how you can use this device in the, in the real world. And one of the things which actually interesting here is that this device could be a cheap alternative to something else. That That's kind of hard to say. And again, I'm, I have a lot of NDAs in order, to, so I can't go into details, but I know a couple of companies who are exploring uh, Apple Vision Pro as the cheap alternative to using something else for their uh, processes. And that's actually kind of interesting. But um, it sounds like it will be some kind of uh, very niche product. Because uh, I, I thought about... What apps I really use on my Apple Watch? Yeah, it's not it's not very comparable things. They are totally different sure. device for different purpose. But still, this was something similar. So Apple said, us, okay, guys, see, you can do apps for this awesome device, even standalone apps without any host app. Still no. Well, um, there are a couple of things. So the, 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 the niches which we explore right now, they might be like limited and are maybe even focused on the enterprise. However, the price of the device actually also reminds that the Vision Pro might be an enterprise device for now until they have a more affordable uh, option, like slightly less expensive um, with the same, the same time quality. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But as of now, there is an interest from, the, uh, from that perspective. However, we also can have something uh, really interesting in terms of entertainment. And the entertainment part is the uh, where this Vision Pro device might shine, actually. So we will see how. Um, and interestingly, <laughs> switching topics to the recent event, there was almost zero information on the Vision Pro on the last Apple event. The only thing which was mentioned that there is a huge interest from the developer and uh, that the uh, Apple team is on track to release Vision Pro early next year. That's essentially it. We do not have any more information. So um, I think we, we... And by the way, yeah, the summer is over, like in some countries in here in US, uh, summer will be over on 3rd of September. Like we, we use thing uh, having a summer. So we, we still have summer here officially. Like let's put it that way. Um, but uh, we are now getting the fall, and therefore we, we what will happen. Wonder I believe the... for iOS developers, summer starts with WWDC and ends when uh, <laughs> OS is released. Yeah, I I, I think so. It's at least those are important marks. So 
And by the way, this Wanderlust event, according to many sources, might be the only uh, the last event is here. There will be no more presentations, no more uh, product unveiling, or or they will be in the form of the basically we we seeing the last uh, nicely recorded demo for for something. Um, Budget costs. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Let's go through that and. Uh, then we will talk about one more event, but let's let's first cover what we've seen on this Wanderlust event. So we all knew that there will be new iPhone uh, announced. We expected to see new watches, and we actually got all of that. So um, Apple, uh, Apple became very very boring. <laughs> well, they they are a little bit predictable here. I I agree, and um, from what I see here, we. We've got Apple Watch, which is like really incremental update. There are no significant features. Well, they finally updated the CPU and GPU on the system on chip, which they use, which is great because, well, we all wanted to have that. However, they, they essentially will be using that for on-device Siri, uh, which is great. But again, we, we probably can live without that. Uh, if you if you have like Series 8 Apple Watch or like Ultra, that doesn't make you uh, want to buy a new one. And uh, the another thing which they added is the this um, double tap gesture, which will be working for some reason only on new watches, which is interesting because this double tap gesture it already works as accessibility gesture on the previous models. So um, my take here is that they probably um, made this gesture much more reliable, so it will not be just stability, but rather like general purpose on the new watches. So they, they simply want to do some marketing in this case. Yes, that's the another option. Basically, you, you, you are trying to find good reasons, but uh, it's very complex. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, try, I, I like I, I was trying these gestures on the Ultra, and they were working more or less reliably. I didn't find any where they uh, mistakenly captured this gesture or like did not recognize that. So I I suppose they could just put that to all the models as well. I mean... I have an nobody... idea how to use this gesture. Yeah. So uh, when you're sitting on some boring call and you want to mute someone, you just... <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that also could be the case. So Again, like these are definitely very incremental updates. If you have the current generation of Apple Watch, then you probably can skip these, like without any fear of missing out anything. Yeah, I want to play it here. Oh my god! <laughs> um, the, well, the uh, Series A, a uh, Series Nine will have brighter screen. Uh, Ultra will also have a brighter screen, but I mean. Um, come on, <laughs> we, we can leave yeah. that at least. For, for but now. we we heard interesting rumors uh, last year that they gonna skip uh, Series Nine at all, yeah. and we'll prepare something big for uh, Series Ten and for like anniversary version. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they they skipped they the Fortnite. Funny. Yeah, but the not not the watch, and maybe they will have something for the next year. Who knows? We'll see. As of now, um, again, like the... By the way, as experienced uh, ultra user, have you ever used uh, a siren feature? 
Well, no, mostly because we never got into a situation when we actually needed to each other. I'm trying. I, yeah, well, I, I really I want, to try. want to go somewhere and try, but I always forget about this idea. <laughs> yeah. One thing which I um, actually wait for is the new iOS and watchOS releases when they will have an, to have trail maps uh, on the watch. And that's actually really great here in California where you have a lot of trails and you will have them. You typically use some kind of an application like old trails or something like that in order to find them and uh, go. But now they will be on your regular Apple Maps and uh, that's probably one of the greatest. Uh, but that's, again, that will work on the previous generation watches. No no, no, no need to get any, any new right now. Um, and yeah, I okay. still hope Apple will uh, backport this gesture to all the generation uh, watches. Well, and by, by the way, when you buy the new uh, Apple Watch right now, this gesture will not be available immediately. It will be available as a software update later. Just just to, to confirm, one, one less reason to buy the watch. Okay, let's go to the phones. Um, so we finally got the iPhone 15 and um, Pro. And so Static Peninsula, goodbye. Is no longer, yeah. So we now, everybody leaves the dynamic island. And uh, one more thing which we need to say goodbye to is the Mini. So uh, 13 Mini was still on sale before this event and now is no longer there. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm not using Mini, but I really hoped that this phone will um, be on the line, but people uh, for some reason don't like Mini phones. and. I expect like in a month or two, there will be a lot of outcries that uh, Apple doesn't make small phones. They will be using SE and that's it. Yeah, but SE is essentially the same size as the just the regular model, like 15 or 15 Pro. They will release a new SE. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, removing the mini model right now and making something maybe like slightly more than a mini, but less than a regular uh, 15 or 15 Pro might be a good thing to do, but we'll see. Uh, I, I think the mini if or is a model which they can release that might might happen somewhere in usually that happens. Oh, I want to have um, my old iPhone 5 just with uh, Face ID and that's, that would be well, yeah. the best yeah. phone ever. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, um, what they did, like the trend of having previous Pro chip going into the regular model and Pro getting the new chip, this trend continues. So they set this trend last year and now they have like A16 uh, for the non-Pro models and A17 Pro for the Pro model, which I mean, there is no A17. We only have the Pro, so um, that might also mean that the next gen, like next year, they will have A17 in the non-Pro models, and th that A17 will less powerful than Pro. I don't know. Maybe they just uh, maybe this is just a broken A17 Pros with <laughs> less uh, cores and etc. So maybe they just put them into shelf and wait yeah. until the next year. I, I mean that's. Maybe the case. We'll see. But again, I, I know like if you sell the pro iPhone, you need the pro chip there. But we were okay with having like non-pro chip works okay. So we'll see. I mean, I don't I don't get this uh, chip naming for the phones. But well, Apple, Apple marketing has something because because cameras and we are well, coming to forty-eight megapixels cameras in well, all phones. Yeah, but the 48 com comes to non-pro as well. I mean, like we, yeah. we now have. So it's, and it 
runs on non-pro chip as well. I mean, you can power that camera without pro chip. Who knows? Interestingly, let's, let's speak about the cameras. Finally, Apple uh, made this Pentaprism camera where they... Um, and again, that's only for the Max model. Everybody expected this to be called Ultra for that particular reason, but Apple still sticks with the Pro Max. So this gives you uh, 5x zoom level on, on that model. Mm. Hopefully with the great stabilization, because higher the zoom, you need really removing the motion everything. We'll see. Um, and one in additional thing which we can uh, highlight here is that the uh, portrait modes are improved on both models. And I think they are also in the software, so maybe the ones will also have something about that. But I'm actually not sure about that. So they, they said that the, it will capture more details. It will be able to probably distinguish the uh, loose hairs on uh, like, and it will be able to like blur them more properly. So we'll see. Um, but even on their demo, when they showed this portrait, there was, uh, there was one um, moment when they showed the I don't remember exact shot, but there was uh, it was clearly visible that the blur with uh, around the hair was like a little bit weird. It's still the problem if you if that. But because even even with uh, these uh, lidar and other stuff, it's still not so precise to do exactly. this kind of thing. Lidar is uh, really low resolution, and by the way, uh, non-pro models still do not have lidar there. That's unfortunate. I actually expected that they will gradually move it to, like all the all of the no, because it's a very pro feature, I would well, say. Yeah. So and uh, because when uh, very often my wife says to me, please turn off this uh, freaking uh, photo mode of portrait mode, just because I hate this. Just make normal photos. I will do something with them later. So. Maybe that's really not a case for like non-pro people. We'll see. I mean, by the way, with the, this new portrait mode, you will now be able to focus on different subjects after. So you take the picture and then you change. So you might it's remember this... to what they had with the video. Yeah, yeah. You might remember there was a, a camera many years ago. I think it's what it, it was called, Litra camera, which which like took the. Uh, image in a way that you can focus later like it, it captured the very specific uh, technology it was a low, low resolution but it was this cool feature of focusing on something later on so it's uh, essentially looks the same way it's implemented totally differently but because all the blue reason but it's still interesting to see something like that in in the phones Okay, let, let's 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 talk about the last thing about these new updates. Finally, Apple ditching the Lightning connector. And now we well, at last we have one more thing, but yeah, finally, thanks God, European Union wins. Yes. The problem is, <laughs> uh, USB-C is just the connector and not a standard. So having USB-C port doesn't mean that your phone will charge quickly. Uh, doesn't mean it will have uh, high speeds and doesn't mean that you can use any cable. So let's let's talk about all of that. So um, the non-pro models will be using USB 2 as the data transfer. Uh, so low speed, like really low speed, on, on par with the lightning cable overall. It's probably will be the same. Uh, pro models will use USB 3. And by the way, not the Thunderbolt. It will be using USB 3 modes again. And the Thunderbolt uses the same connector, but totally different standards for data. And uh, it's still, I think, unclear 
if any charger will work in uh, like uh, 20 watts uh, mode. I mean, they probably will be using USB power delivery, but it's still unclear if any charger will, will work or you will need a specific cable with a specific charger and some other specific things which will work together. Specific Apple cable with specific Apple charger because there were rumors, not rumors, but I heard that uh, Apple will uh, first party chargers to five watts and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I agree that this is something good because if I don't know some no name company with their charger just break my phone, I have no possibility to sue them. Yeah. With Apple, I also have no possibility to sue them successfully, but I can't. Well, at least that will be some kind of the um, like uh, there will be more people being angry about that. So we'll, again, I'm, I'm one thing I would like to mention though that this USB-C connector has one downside compared to Lightning. With Lightning, you could to, uh, you could take I don't know like this wooden or plastic uh, toothpick and clean it because it was like enough to clean with usb-c you can't because it's it has this uh, thing in the middle and uh you don't want to break it somehow so the cleaning of that part, part will probably you will need to do some air blower or something like that and that's it come and on after after uh 2016 Macs macbooks <laughs> you should have air blower <laughs> yeah yeah uh, let's not let's not get into that <laughs> finally the keyboards are better now um, so, okay, even with the phones, updates seem... Well, oh, yeah, by the way, the action button instead of the... Action button. Only on the Pro model. And my idea here is that it's actually a good thing. I never use this mute switch. It's always in the same position and I never change it and I do anything about it. But um, it's great they, they replaced it with something new. My My concern is that this button will have the same fate like you will button you will see it be able to turn it on and off but it will be still be same uh un unused uh thing so you assign some feature and you will never use that's uh... why because hopefully, hopefully you, can, you, you can assign a camera to this uh, button and this is a big deal because this is something that yeah. i hate to press on lock screen but sometimes I need to do it much faster than just uh, doing something with my phone because I have old phone I have to touch my screen before doing something so that's not very good yeah well we'll see I mean um, hopefully it will be used much more uh, often but it's I still think that uh, I might forget about that button when I get the phone and I don't know so again uh, even looking with all these great new features like uh, photo, uh, photo enhancements, new cameras, and even this action button, this is still incremental update. I mean, yes, they switched the aluminum for titanium on the uh, Pro models, and that allowed them to save 20 grams on the weight while uh, increasing the battery size. Which is great. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would say that's something, uh, something great. But this also means that your uh, pro models will have quite limited amount of colors now. You cannot uh, paint. I know. So I I buy um, like silicon, not silicon, but just transfer clear cases, just because colors are beautiful. Okay, from now I have to buy colorful <laughs> cases because still I'm yeah. I don't believe in. 
in using with a very, very unsafe, I believe. We'll see. Yeah, and yeah, um, I, I would agree with you. So we, uh, almost everybody will still use some kind of cases. And, um, these color options are not that that much of important, but they still have blue, uh, which is uh, not just another uh, shade of gray like all other color options. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Um, okay. Um, one, one more thing which we need to uh, uh, say that the release candidates for the IOA are there. And the releases are expected on September 18. And macOS will be a little bit later with on September 20. So there will be no significant delay between the releases separating uh, this this time. And that probably means there will be no... No, it's no problem. Yeah. So, uh, what, yeah, this uh, is good. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you so it's it's not very related to releases of uh the oss but what do you think about updated xcode so you had three months to use um, it so yeah what are your thoughts my my thoughts so far it's more or less stable they i didn't see the source kit crashed things much i did not see much of the crashes of the Xcode itself. I mean, even considering this a beta, I still had some of those, but it was not that often. And it's still like more or less usable. Uh, they did not change the user interface much, which is great because one of the recent Xcode updates were like really painful in terms of Fine. motoric memory. <laughs> yeah. uh, this time it was okay. And um, they also like, change the way how you download environments, which is more or less good. I mean, uh, you can have now smaller Xcode um, SDKs and others later, so that's probably a good... Um, but again, Especially I, I, I for people who are doing only macOS development. Yep. Yes, yes, exactly. So, but I think all three people all, around the world who doing on this, yeah. But all, 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 uh, all the rest will definitely download the iOS part, and uh, some people will also be downloading maybe uh, Vision again, maybe those. Um, By right, the way, so, just so again, sorry, I, I will not let you go further. Yes. Uh, so I, what I really miss since Xcode eight is support of normal plugins. So. Yeah. But we don't have anything since Xcode 10. I don't remember exactly when they introduced uh, Xcode ex developer source extensions. I don't remember what's called. Yeah, there, there are extensions, and they have now the plugins uh, based on the Swift package. So code plugin, which is, uh, well, I mean, you can assign even menu item for that. But the, it's actually a replacement in a way um, when you can code manipulations using Swift Package Manager packages. So that's probably closest thing to that we can have. As regards to the UI plugins, yeah, I mean, even if they have, uh, even they have the uh, extension system, I don't think we see any plugins happening. It's Why asking? Because, okay, not asking, but just asking the universe, because we cannot have any plugin for uh, GPT, any GPT mode. And this, this drives me insane because everyone else around the globe, they do this. If I want to do something with GPT? Well, they, <laughs> we had we had one third party uh, extension which implemented that. I'm not able if it's stable enough to be used and they 
Um, I, I, unfortunately, I even to try, but uh, I was reading that they, they had something, but it was not working with the GPT. It was working with the original GitHub Copilot. So it's not even the Copilot X or so. I actually think that Apple needs to step in here and make maybe even their own language model for so i mean why would you want to use some third party with uh, unclear privacy terms uh, while when you can have something well hopefully will have the clearly stated <laughs> privacy policy like xcode i mean I, I would see that as a part of the xcode cloud offering that's my uh, take but it didn't happen yet maybe yeah maybe if if we talk about swift only Maybe oh, yeah. this thing can uh, run locally because GPUs and metal and all uh, all this stuff is pretty powerful. Okay, not so powerful to do this uh, very reliably. Yeah. yeah, but maybe, 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 maybe this is something that they want to do, but they don't have time to do because uh, by the usually way, it takes a lot of time for them to do something new. I think Hugging Face uh, recently released the. Uh, like the tools to run uh, large language models locally. Uh, I mean, I think they even have something for the phones, but uh, you definitely can run that on your Mac. So um, that's probably a good start. You, but you need the proper model now, which will be focused on Swift and uh, working with that. So I think that that's 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 a great direction to look into. So it's it's already there. You probably can start working. Um, speaking of clouds. Um, I want to uh, give a shout out to the new iCloud storage tiers, which were like briefly announced during the uh, the event. I think they're not yet available for the, uh, at least uh, when I was looking uh, recently. But the the thing is that you can now uh, buy six or let me check. Um, I believe the last time when they upgraded uh, storage, it was just. Upgraded for everyone, no? Uh, yeah, well, they in, they increased the storage uh, for... Um, Existing tiers? Yeah, yeah, but now they are new tiers. Like you have now f- uh, 4 gigabytes and uh, 6 gigabytes, uh, which is uh, up from uh, 2. And uh, this is like significant boost. I mean, especially if with these new cameras, when you can uh, capture 4K video with uh, 60 FPS, that will definitely when you can storage. F- when you can shoot special video. Exactly. So with you, the two you, cameras on Pro phone. Yeah, and uh, these new tiers will cost up to I think thirty bucks per uh, per month. So well, not that cheap. But uh, if you have a lot of data, you uh, well currently you can have Apple One subscription with premium and uh, buy additional personal and therefore combine the storage together to get something. But well, um, now you can buy even more. And um, I'm not yet on the on the margin where you need to buy additional storage. But it's great that uh, I will be able to keep all my photo library and um, like don't don't think about moving it somewhere else in order to save some, some storage. Okay, um, let's talk about one more event, um, which is not the public. Well, I mean it's a it's a developer event. It's not the unveil of new uh, technology. So Apple. Uh, sent an invite to select developers to participate in in-person developer event on September 27th at Apple Development Center in Cupertino. And uh, that will be whole day experience uh, focused on the battery life and performance. That's all we know. And 
Well, actually, I will be there. <laughs> Finally, something I can I can say. Um, the interesting thing about this event, they um, they had uh, some policies you need to to follow. Uh, one of that uh, policies was if you wear uh, your company T-shirt, you need to somehow like make logos not very um, like noticeable, or better, not wear any company identifying T-shirts whatsoever. <laughs> I have a proposal for Apple. You can give everyone free t- Apple T-shirts. Yeah, maybe. Um, and another thing, so you will not be able to uh, take pictures or record anything there. So it's um, and that's actually kind of weird. I mean, you want to tell developers how to improve performance and save battery life, but you uh, forbid them from taking pictures and sharing that outside. Well. That's kind of weird. I mean, and that's Apple. We know that. But, um, maybe they will. Maybe publish. they will share something later. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just hope that this will not be just for those who attend the center. But, uh, it will also be shared with with uh, other. So when they hosted these events uh, on Slack previously, the these Slack um, uh, chats were usually not preserved for much, but at least you could review that within those events. Maybe they will be keeping them... Um, they, they, I think they said that on WWDC that they will be keeping these uh, Slack uh, recordings for longer. Um, we'll, we'll see what will happen on this event. I will um, check with the, their uh, policies in, in regards to what you can disclose there, but I hope after the, that event we will have another talk about the experience on that developer. And that, that's actually great that Apple has something for the developers. Um, developers, 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 developers. Yeah. Okay, well, we have, I think, a couple more topics and we can run. Uh, so what we have, we have the China iPhone ban or not ban or like, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what they, they, they try to do here. So there are a couple of news, news reports that they ban uh, government employers from using foreign phones. Well, especially iPhone. But then there was a comment from, I think, their foreign affairs minister or something like that, who said, like, we do not ban anything. We just want, like, everybody to be using, uh, to, to be following rules or something like that. But, um, and Apple still, uh, sells iPhones in China. Even the, the new model will be sold there. So I think, um, I think this is very, very bureaucratic thing about uh, keeping all data on yeah. accessible to the party. <laughs> so uh, I, I read because... one thing about this. So yeah, well, I mean, it's essentially true. But China cannot force Apple to like leave China. If Apple leaves China, well, using iPhones, so we, they will need to be new factors. They will need to ramp up the production on other factors, and that will make iPhones more expensive. But on the other hand, it will also make China less preferable for anybody else. So it's uh, they can't uh, force them out. They might like I don't know make some arguments. They may, they can do something. But if Apple leaves China, that's a huge uh, kick on China's economy. I think. I mean, and and like other companies will might follow as well. I mean, why 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 would so uh, that's that's a uh, like bureaucratic. Why, why are you talking about Apple leaving China? I think it's definitely only about this small thing about government and working with like because. Because it's about their national security, I understand this, and definitely I believe uh, people in the U.S. government 
cannot use uh, I don't know phones from Chinese companies. Well, they, oh. they can use. I think they can use uh, Samsung phones, and I think some people use. Samsung those, is part is... of their alliance, so why not? It's Korea, uh, South Korea. Yeah. It's not China. I'm, I'm, it's interesting for me that uh, they, that China is basically saying uh, like they or they ban well not ban but like um, they are curious about all foreign phones so only China phones are there and in some way iPhone is a China well it's made in China it's designed in California and, and this operating system is run by uh, US but the, so are many of the Android phones so they also have a lot of um, parts of the operating system they, which they probably cannot like verify the, these phones don't send anything like, I don't I know mean, I mean, so it's, it's very interesting because uh, in China they have so many different local uh, uh, companies who are producing so and uh, example of Huawei showed us that they it's hard but they can live without uh, Google and all this stuff and still exist somehow. Uh, so maybe they just want to be ready to what happened with other countries who become sanctioned for some reason. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, for 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 like for us, it doesn't mean much. But the for the developers who are targeting China as a market, it probably means that you need to make sure that you like market your apps appropriately. And by the way, uh, previously China already had a couple of things restricting developers. Uh, they need to get the license for the mobile apps distribution. Apple took care of that, so the individual developers do not have to do anything. The, the App Store itself was able to be licensed as this thing. So, but it seems that China is getting more and more like separated in a way, controlling their digital uh, life. It's not just this uh, firewall, but also a lot of other things. So here I will play a role of bad guy. But after uh, the U.S. banned uh, exporting any technologies related to artificial intelligence to China, this is not the worst move from the China side. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see what will, how will this develop? Because overall, the China is a really big market for uh, Apple. Like there are a lot of people there. Ninety percent or something like this. So yeah, yeah. They, they love the products. They and and from the um, other side, like we have Tencent, who is controlling a lot of games here, uh, either directly or through Unreal or Epic Games, uh, which is owned by Tencent, by the way. So like let's let's be honest. It's a well, it's a U.S. company, but it's owned uh, owned by Chinese company. So well, they. There are a lot of things happening there. So I, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say here, we probably need to keep an eye on, on this thing because th that might might have some interesting um, changes in, in the way how Apple works with China and how like we see the results of that. Right. Let, let me focus on just one more thing for the developers and then we, we might talk about less developer things. But... Composable Architecture 1.0 is released. It, it happened somewhere like maybe month or even more than a month ago, but it's finally there. So the guys from Point3, they finally said that this is the 1.0 version of Composable Architecture. And um, I think that's maybe a good start for a uh, good moment for those who want to start learning this unidirectional data flow architecture and try something with all of the 
stores, uh, reducers and everything. So uh, they have a couple of videos and a couple of articles. Uh, by, by videos, I mean like these videos are actually for everybody. They have their paid uh, video podcast, but they have free uh, videos dedicated to composable architecture specifically. So take a look on that. That's, um, that's a great thing to, uh, to start learning because, well, might help you resolve some of this thing. And this new composable architecture is really... Uh, it works really great with SwiftUI. Again, everything is controlled by state. Therefore, like the the way of you controlling this state in a unidirectional manner is again improving everything. So I think that's 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 a good thing too. And uh, I know a lot of uh, projects uh, who are using composable architecture before that. Like they had to probably spend some time updating the the code right now in order to follow the 1.0 branch. But it's it's still great to see that. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, now at least I, have, I see the last topic. Developers will need to disclose reason to use some oh. specific APIs. So what will you do with uh, usage of user defaults? Yeah. Um, you have to now uh, submit the details why exactly use user defaults and a couple of file APIs. So... Um, and by the way, this topic also is somewhat related to China. <laughs> um, uh, let's take a step back. A couple of many years ago, uh, Apple cracked down on using IDFA identifier for advertisers, which essentially a unique ID for your device, which is uh, the same for all the applications. Um, so Apple gave control to the users in order to provide this um, identifier to you. I think it was, we, we had something before. We had UDID of device accessible yeah. to yeah. everyone, but then yeah. they implemented this ID for vendor or something like this. Yeah, so it, it, they essentially cracking down on an ability for, for the applications to identify each specific device. And uh, what uh, comes up after that, the, 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 there was a thing which, is, which was called, and I think it's still called Chinese ad, uh, Advertising Identifier, C8, which is basically like a fingerprint of the device. It, it uses a lot of uh, something which application can't, uh, can uh, access and uh, it's basically they're trying to build ID which you can use from applications from different vendors to still identify the same device. It works not perfectly but it works okay. So what Apple now tries to do is tries to limit the use of this fingerprinting on the devices so you will uh, like the users will not be able the developers will not be able to identify each specific device of there. So um We'll see. Again, I'm not sure how efficient this measure will work and how they will be checking this disclosure for the API usage. And I mean, that's another step in the review process, which like might be like you need to, you put something there and they say, nope, we don't think you are using these APIs for this reason. And like, you will have to come up with something. I don't know. You are still not forced to. The time to disclose the APIs will come come up later. However, um, again, as I said, it's not really clear what will uh, what will be the actual policy for that. Like how thorough they will be checking those disclosures, and will they be doing some I don't know automated verification of that API in the code or checking the application on some virtualized like real environments? By the way, I, I really do not understand what's wrong with using of user defaults. 
it's pretty close, so it's inside sandbox. It can be yeah. shared only between applications of the same vendor. So what's wrong? Do they know something that we can do now? That's, <laughs> that's real. Well, I mean, maybe you can read something in this your defaults which was not by you. Like I know you, you can get preferred languages or something. Like you can try to use that to understand the environment in which the application is running. I don't know. Okay, that's... yeah, probably yes, yes. So maybe good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, we we were talking about the European Union. We also need to highlight again that didn't mean anything yet. But Apple was uh, announced as a gatekeeper for App Store, iOS, and Safari. I message. I think they still have to like they they are still in talks. The the gatekeeper uh, designation means that they will need to follow the rules, which uh, this Digital Millennia Act uh, enforces, which. Many people think that Apple will allow uh, third-party app stores, which we need to wait. I mean, I was reading a couple of editorials and uh, there are exceptions for this rule. Uh, one of the exceptions probably Apple will be trying to use is the security consideration. So if the new app store which you'll be adding to the platform significantly undermines the platform, then you might like not provide that option. So... All those who think that the, there will be alternative app stores next month on the iPhone, like probably you have to wait. Good, good luck, Facebook. Good luck. Yeah, I don't think that will happen. And even this setup uh, company, they they already getting developers for their alternate alternative app store uh, for the iOS in Europe. And again, that's thing will not work for now. I mean, uh, what, what I actually think that Apple might allow some kind of side loading, but it will be limited, like you do not have access to any security important feature, and it will not be an app store, it will be ability to install the application with some, I don't know, you will definitely be need, need to using cable or like something something, or something else. And or it can be something very, very scary as yeah. now installation of enterprise builds. Yes, exactly. It will be something which will like be non-user uh, friendly, and it will not be uh, you will not be able to access everything. So in that case, the ability to install something doesn't mean that you need to do that. So you can, but why? But so, and I think that will still be uh, considered as something um, which will be following the this uh, European Union. So. Uh, don't expect any new app stores uh, now. I think let's let's see how the story will develop. But uh, my my take on the probably won't be won't be seeing new stores right. And that's good. I'm not ready to publish to multiple app stores. I would agree. I would agree. I think that would be it uh, for this uh, episode. We went through through the recent. Hopefully, the next one will be within a month. I mean, like we 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 will have something to talk about after this September twenty seventh developer event. We hopefully will see new iPhones delivered and we'll see how this action you button works. Might see. <laughs> well, yeah, or at least I will find somebody who has that. Yeah, uh, we, we, we will work on that. And um, maybe we will get any new uh, new updates on the uh, Vision Pro since they now finally uh, will be releasing the operating systems and they might need now to focus. Maybe. We'll see. Finally. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. That was a, a fifth episode of Apple Sheets. Um, tell us what you think. Um, I don't know. Give us a review or maybe find us on Twitter or on Mastodon on maybe even Threads. I don't know. Uh, no, probably not yet. It's not available for me. Yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or at least on Instagram. We have an account there. We didn't publish anything there, but you can try to find us there and subscribe. We will uh, We will be probably trying this new format. This will motivate us to do something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you and see you soon.